2: Wait, can we all get along? Caron,
0: horror, death. Film at 11. How many sides does a triangle have?
3: Three. Damn, four.
1: There's no sides.
3: One. Last week on Earth.
0: Brain Trusted is so exciting. so exciting? God, so exciting. I mean, honestly, professional podcasts are one of the top in the game, according to nobody. And I start so many of these without being able to form a sentence. was a form. I just said, am I having a stroke currently live on the podcast? I hope I'm not, but it's possible. If I am, somebody call help. It'll be too late. By the time I upload this and send it out and you hear it, I'll be fully stroked out. I probably won't even be able to release it. If I do release it, and you're hearing this right now, actually you know that I'm fine. Because I would have prior, been able to pray. What if, unless my last dying thing was like, Upload to Declan! Let him process it! As my face droops straight to the ground. Don't send me letters, stroke victims. Droopy-ass letters. Written on to, from one side of your body. Mostly ambidextrous. It'll mostly affect ambidextrous letter writers who then get strokes and can't switch off hands like usual. Why am I being so aggressive against stroke victims? It wasn't in my intention. I apologize for it. But here's the problem is that I there's no problem with it, actually I'm fine with that. You know? You've Gotta be able to make jokes about people that have strokes because that's the only way that they can ever regain full control of their facial muscles is by laughing. Otherwise it's one of the great laugh one of the great face workouts is laughing. You laugh, all the muscles in your face, they go banana pancakes, and all of a sudden, bam, spapple dapple, you're back in business. So it's a service I do for stroke victims out there to try to get their faces moving again and back in a tipsy, topsy-turvy shape. Uh, And the shape that I'm not currently in, um, Us Weekly came out with the best celebrity beach bodies of 2018. I'm not on the list again. Granted, it was all women. Granted, it was all very attractive women, but... Why am I not on there? Why? I'll tell you. I'm getting fat again. Y'all remember about a year ago, I lost 46 pounds. Went from my lifetime high of 221 down to 176 to a gaunt level that everybody thought was dangerous. Not pleasant looking. I said I looked like I was emaciated to a point of unattractiveness. But about 10 pounds higher than that, 85, 90. That's a safe 190. It's a safe range for me. You know, at my lowest, I was 10, I was nine pounds lower than my high school weight, which is probably not a good idea for a 40 year old man. But I'm back at 212. I was at 208 just a few weeks ago and I'm trying to lose weight. Then I was 210 and then now I'm 212. I figured out part of the problem is I'm eating constantly and not moving during the course of a day hardly at all. I mean, I moved the very bare minimum, but I'm mostly on my couch looking at my pool, not moving. I don't swim in the pool. Staring at a pool, you'd think would be maybe a workout for the eyes. It's not. And it's not, I'm eating so much. I keep saying at least cut out red meat. Had red meat today at lunch, lots of it. Skirt steak. Went to a buffet. They had it there, freshly made. Am I going to say no skirt steak? No, I'm not dumb. You got free skirt steak, A man, you're going to eat it. Okay. I was vegan for four and a half months about a year ago. It's a good way to lose weight. Also, our former podcast guest, Moby. Famous vegan. I follow him on Instagram. He's a buddy of mine. I appreciate all of his vegan posts. He makes good points. Sometimes I click like on those posts while eating meat. I am literally have a pork chop in my hand. Clicking like. I'm like, you're right, Moby. It's a little cruel. Same time. Yum. Yum blurinos. Yum blurinos? I mean, listen, I... I'm a man of, a, of, a, of an intelligence level. That I wouldn't call it a top level of intelligence. I wouldn't even call it a third grade level. But I'm working on it together with you. We hold hands. Speaking of hands, I volunteered last weekend in Texas, in South Houston, with All Hands and Hearts, Smart Response, charity organization, to help rebuild homes and reopen a school that were affected and destroyed by Hurricane Harvey. You think, Glee wasn't that a year ago? Yeah. Apparently the whole point of all hands and hearts, one of the main focuses there is that most disaster organizations come in right after disaster when the donations are big and the demand is high to help. But it actually takes four to six years to get towns back in shape. And so um, a lot of organizations leave. So this organization raises, mo- raises money and funds from the very beginning to help in the initial response, but also to stay there long term, at least for a couple of years, help rebuild schools, rebuild homes, shows affected. Um, and this organization was originally started by Petra Nemkova, the supermodel, who you guys may know from her amazing career as a model with superpowers. And that's what supermodels are known mostly for. Um, now she's an incredible human, a stunning human. Uh, you might have seen her featured in campaigns for Benetton, Bulgari, Cartier, uh, Dirk Bickenberg's That one's fake. I mean, it's. it's I think it's real, but uh, that can't be a real name. I, I didn't double-check it. Hewlett-Packard. Um, Max Factor. Playtex, a favorite brand of mine when I'm out of the good condoms. Um, Schwarzkopf. Victoria's Secret. Doesn't Playtex make condoms? I think they might. Maybe they make – what do they make? They make – oh. They make my, – my second guest today who's sitting here patiently, Ben Morrison, is pointing inside his vagina. So I think he means uh, they make uh, tampons. And so I take it back. I feel – Maxi Pets also. I feel like Playtex makes a condom. Write to me at Ben Glebe and let me know if they do.
3: <laughs>
0: it's, it's, okay, Ben, quickly chime in and then chime out again. because it rhymes with Playtex. No. Nope. <laughs> Okay, you're making make me Google it, motherfucker. I'm not thinking that because of that. Play, text, condoms,
3: enter. Let's see.
0: Oh shit! And uh, I'm not
3: certain. <laughs> they don't make condoms, and they make feminine feminine products. Yep, you're right. You just thought something with the crotch sounds like latex. Well, has the word have to make condoms has the word play in it, so you make your
0: own decision. <laughs> and text. <laughs> saying, yeah, so exactly. So anyway, latex.
3: It sounds like a like a like a a jazz record label coming out of Houston in the '60s. Latex. Playtex. Latex. Yeah.
0: Sounds maybe like a construction company that builds playgrounds for industrial children.
3: Playtex. I buy that. Yeah. I'd Playtex. like. I don't know
0: what an industrial child is, but you could picture them playing in a playground made by big construction cranes. Hmm. You're one of the best guests I ever have on the podcast Who is has not yet been introduced yet is still already on fire right from the beginning.
3: <laughs>
0: you're one of the best at that.
3: Yeah, I'll work on not doing that so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, All right, all right I'm going to go back to your okay, monologuing. I you yet. Nobody knows yet that you're here. You didn't hear
0: this. Anyway, so I'm here by myself, and um, I was volunteering this weekend. It was an amazing, very, very fulfilling experience. I always wanted to go on a trip where I could volunteer, and – just take a couple days away from from all of the daily selfish things we think about most of the time. And it was really rewarding. I stayed on base with the amazing volunteers that are living there, some, some for three days, some for three weeks, some for three years working for this organization. There's some staff, but most volunteering for no pay at all. And we, were, we were having communal meals together, morning meet, uh Evening meeting, we would have to get up at 6, 6.15 a.m. We'd have to be with boots on by 6.45, pack your lunch, out in the vans by 7 a.m., working all day, um, helping rebuild these people's lives. And it was really cool. Um, and they really right now need more than anything. They could, of course, take donations at allhandsandhearts.org, but they need more than anything volunteers. And if you want to take a few days, they can even maybe help you with flights depending on where you want to go to. Uh, go to allhandsandhearts.org and volunteer. If you have the money to book a flight, it's even better. And um, you stay on base. It's an amazing, real fun group of people. We all went, got some beers one night after doing some good work all day. Uh, it's a fun time laughing with everybody at the end of the day. You go to sleep in some bunk beds, with some great people, and you wake up and you help people some more, and it's really cool. I really, truly, highly recommend it. And so my first guest today, since Ben hasn't appeared yet, is supermodel Petra Nemkova. Um We did a great... On set after we reopened the Rhodes School for the Performing Arts in Houston, which was affected in the f- in the flooding from Hurricane Harvey, we um, – she actually it was very kind of her. She made headline news, CNN's headline news wait for a good chunk of time while she and I s- sat on miniature chairs in a classroom that was just reopened and discussed her life and career and then how she transitioned from supermodeling after she – You know, got stuck in the terrible tragedy of the tsunami in Thailand in 2004 and suffered great personal tragedy. And, you know, so sadly lost her fiance during that experience. And she clung to a palm tree for eight hours with a broken pelvis and many broken bones. And just her will to live and some good luck mixed in with the bad luck of being there, some good luck that she got rescued and airlifted out of there. And the next year, didn't decide to let that define her. In a bad way, she made it the mission of her life and has done this organization that has helped now over a million people. It's so incredible. You'll hear all of it along with some funny early modeling stories in this great 15-minute chat with Petra Nemkova. You can tweet to us both uh, at Ben Gleben at Nemkova, N-E-M-C-O-V-A, and uh, that chat will take place right now. I'm here with Petra Nemkova.
2: Hi, everybody. Hi, Ben. What's
0: going on? Good to see you again. Good to see you again. Different setting, Yeah, we were, we were first in New York at the Forbes Impact Conference. Yes. And now we are sitting in tiny chairs in a classroom in South Houston, Texas. And doing
2: Impact 2. Uh,
0: correct. <laughs> Actually doing the Impact instead of just talking about it. Even better. Even better. <laughs> so this is an amazing thing that we'll talk about in a second, but I want to set the stage first for everybody yes. and talk a little bit about what it is that led you to this place. So you're from Czechoslovakia.
2: Uh, Yes, I was born under Czechoslovakia, now it's Czech Republic and Slovakia, but I have blood from both. My mom is Slovak, my dad is Czech, so I am Czechoslovakian, yep.
0: Legitimately. Uh, yes. And you speak six languages? Not really. Well, I saw that in your Wikipedia. Wikipedia can't lie. Oh, uh, sure. No. How many do you, do you legitimately speak?
2: I speak Czech and English. uh, uh I spoke really good Italian. Now it's so-so. Bit of French, bit of, uh, uh Spanish.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, language of love.
0: I'm going to lift this Body because language gotta, Yeah, sure You speak body language? I'm pretty good at it too All right. You just did a weird shimmy there A little shake I like, I like it. it
2: That means Do you want to dance?
0: I do I do I, I like to dance while seated In, in much too small chairs <laughs> Chair dancing is something I've been trying to propagate For a long time Because it, some people are can you
2: chair dance off?
0: Yes You first All right you, put, you brought the legs in, which I didn't see coming. It's going to be hard for me to talk about that now, but I'll do my I best. almost got you. You almost got me in the face. That would have been a great knockout move. I love if there's some men doing construction work next door, but it's not ideal. But uh, if you can ask them to pause for eight minutes, that would be amazing. My turn, ready? But it's real. It's very real. Listen, <laughs> okay. we're here in a. We're, we're re- a- rebuilding, reopening a school.
2: Exactly. So it makes Final sense. Final touches are being done right yeah, now. But,
0: but the kids can wait eight minutes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, my move, ready?
2: Okay, you move in. <laughs>
0: Yep, I lose
2: <laughs> Just kick the it's not table. about losing it's about participation <laughs> that's
0: very nice for you to say as the winner I <laughs> know no, no. very kind of you to no say that. No
2: winners here <laughs>
0: okay fair enough so okay so then you were you were growing up you were in Prague you're walking the streets of Prague and you get discovered. To be a model.
2: That's not true either. <laughs> That's not true either?
0: You have to correct your Wikipedia page, Petra.
2: I tried, you know, for how many years, and they wouldn't correct it. Why? Because it has been in so many articles, so apparently it's truth. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting, if right? Enough
0: people repeat it.
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay.
0: So where? how did you start your modeling career?
2: So, um... I grew up in uh, in a family, very, you know, simple family. We didn't have a lot, uh, but we had lots of love. But on the table was usually lentils and eggs and not enough, you know, um, other things. Once a week a meat and there was a celebration. Um, So what I wanted to do is really to do anything which would, um, Help my family so I could take care of them. So I started to do a contest. It was for like a miss, local miss uh, of the region. Uh, and you know, the pageant, you have to do some kind of talent. I don't have, no, I have no talent <laughs> that you, I can't sing, I can't do anything like that. So I would do like a magic tricks as a witch. <laughs> that
0: was, alright. That was your talent. That was,
2: that was my talent. Doing yes.
0: <laughs> witch tricks. Magic tricks. The yeah, dance. <laughs> Did they have you win because they were afraid of you and they were afraid you'd put spells on them?
2: I don't know if I asked them. <laughs> <laughs> but then, um, I have actually entered a competition uh, for models, which was look of the year, um, uh, from Elite. And, um, I didn't do, I didn't have to show my talent. I had to just show, um, <laughs> uh, my, uh, my body in a way, mm-hmm. model body, Face and, body. Sure. Um, and you would like to know how was the casting for that. Yeah. So at that time, it was right after communism fell down. Uh, not long after. It was probably, let's see, about five years after. So at that time, city close to mine, Ostrava, uh, the hippest place, the, the coolest place at that time was McDonald's. Of course, so, of course. So the, because uh, the cast- people are
0: pretty dumb overall. <laughs> we have low standards. I get it.
2: Uh, no, there was like new thing. We didn't have any Western influences. We didn't have a Western movies and uh, music. We didn't have anything, no jeans, none of that. So no jeans, no jeans. Yeah.
0: I, you know, I couldn't live.
2: Yeah, I know. I know. Now we live in jeans, and uh, but we survive even without them. But All right, fair. but um, so, going back to McDonald's. So uh the casting for Look of the Year um was happening in McDonald's. So they asked us to put on bathing suit in a bathroom and we were walking in our one piece bathing suit between Big <laughs> Mac and uh whatever else. Um and that was the casting. It was very interesting. But uh fast forward to being in Prague. Yeah. Uh I won uh, uh Look of the Year uh nineteen ninety six for the Czech Republic and then I went to South France in Cannes uh and uh, f- where they were uh uh, girls from over 170 countries representing the con- uh, country, and that's kind of how my uh, fashion career started. Did you win that? No, I did not win that. Um, that was when I was fifteen. Okay, you've um, let me
0: down with that, but okay. I know.
2: But it's again, it's not about winning. No, that's, that's
0: your your opinion both times. I think it's all no, about but winning. No, I, but I approve you.
2: I approve you that it's okay. it's it's uh there's a there's Try. a reason why I'm saying that. Please. So the first three girls who won, the first girl, um, she was working for a couple of years, and then um, I didn't see her on the scene of fashion at all. Uh, the third one, either the, only the second one, which was Ana Beatriz Barros uh, from Brazil. Of course. She has been working, and now she had a, a beautiful baby. But she's been around, and then other girls, um, uh, Isabelle Fontana. She's been she's been there as well. She did not place herself. She didn't win, but she's been having most incredible career. And, and I was I'm, always
0: rooting for her. She, and you both yeah. of you both well, of you th- both of you. okay
2: thanks <laughs> well we're still around and so it's not about winning it's about being uh, in the game being in the game and uh you know uh keeping your goals clear and putting the hard work to it and uh, intention and and visualizing and then you know a little bit of like you make it yeah
0: you're one of the most positive people i've ever met so it's an amazing thing. So, and you then obviously made enough money to take care of food for the family and
2: yes, and uh, bring that back thing. home. Yeah.
0: And you and I both in the course of our lives have been known largely for our beauty and it's been hard for me being seen that way. And people sometimes don't think there's a lot going on behind me and it's, I have to tell them, yes, I have other things in my life. Has that been a challenge for you? And was that part of what made you want to shift into, into this philanthropic side of yourself?
2: I'm. I'm so happy you can relate. Thank you. Know, you. I Thank you. And It's good it's to understand. Uh, you know each other, and it's mm-hmm. not easy. No, um, it's not
0: easy, and I wish people could realize it. Like beautiful people have more to us.
2: Yes, God. that's true. That's God. true. Well, actually, I kind of uh, have it as a challenge a little bit. I like it because yes, people put you in a box, mm-hmm. a certain box, and I love to break those boxes. So if you put me in a box, I'm like, Bam. I, I, that that's a good challenge. Uh, but, um, you know, at the beginning I was extremely shy. I was the, the kid in the back of the class. I didn't have opinions. I was quiet. Uh, and, uh, you know, fast forward to today, I'm here with you. <laughs> <laughs> so it, things change and I have built my confidence and, um, And, and, but before I would not even know that I'm, that I'm, you know, I always thought everybody else is special. Uh, and, uh, only when I was 19, I realized not just everybody else is special, but I'm special too and unique and we have to celebrate everybody's uniqueness. Uh, that. and that was very, that was a breaking point. Um, and it happened actually when I started doing meditation, uh, and then I, re- that gave me that kind of realization, deep realization, uh, and it gave me huge confidence and that since then I was able to focus a lot on materializing um, uh, things in my life and really creating my uh, reality consciously. And
0: materializing non-material things. You really made it a lot more heart-based. So, yes. So then in 2004, you, by a, 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 t- a terrible stroke of luck, got stuck in the tsunami, the Boxing Day tsunami, and it was an incredibly tragic, difficult, time in your life and you turn that into this charity organization what made you take a lot of people i think would be stuck in a natural disaster and to try to avoid ever being near one again and you made it instead your life to create the all the happy hearts organization that then recently merged with
2: all and becoming all hands and hearts
0: yeah. all hands and hearts smart response so how did well, how did you get to that spot and why another <laughs> um, dance movie did that you're happy you know
2: the day of the tsunami was a, a very hard day because uh, close to 250,000 people lost their lives and millions oh, yeah. were impacted that one day. Um, so it was very hard uh, and lo- lo- I saw lots of suffering, but also what I saw the same day and days following lots of unconditional love. And that was so inspiring to see that we are capable of that unconditional love and that people, individuals, uh, families, countries were asking how we can help, what we can do. And that inspired me so much. Um, and I've seen it also after nine eleven; the same thing happened. Mm-hmm. The first two weeks, everybody came together and it was beautiful. So, um, it really inspired me. Um so there, the reason why I started philanthropical work where um uh first of all seeing the suffering which is happening um after natural disasters, and especially when first responders leave, uh children and families are often forgotten without support and many times children wait for four or six years, for safe schools to go to, and to me, it was unacceptable. Um, yeah. So that kind of suffering was was pushing me forward, but it was also pushing me forward. The unconditional love and what we what we can do together when we come together, we can make impossible possible. So both of these energies, the suffering and also the unconditional love, was driving me forward to make a difference. And damn, you're too good of a person, possibly. <laughs> no, no, it's it's a in a way I would say helping others is selfish. Because when you make, uh, yeah. when you help somebody in the same time, you are, Makes you're you giving them so happy and you're making yourself happy. So it's really a good selfish. And you can see here around, we are, um, uh, in Texas, um, after Hurricane Harvey, we have had um, over uh, 1,200 volunteers just here wow. uh, and from 40 countries coming from all over the world, giving their time, uh, giving uh, the comfort of their home, uh, giving their love, giving kilos of sweat because it's hot in here. Uh, nice. <laughs> and it's amazing day after day, eight hours, 10 hours a day and six days a week. And it's unbelievable. So there's so much unconditional love out there. And volunteers are the proof of it every single day. And this is only one of many locations. We have 11 projects all over the world um, in U.S. and internationally uh, where volunteers are coming and giving so much love. And they 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 are so inspiring. They are the, are heroes because it's unbelievable what they are doing. And we have about, about 500, 550 volunteers every single day working uh, worldwide. worldwide but for free.
1: Incredible. And
2: when you come and sit down with them um, in the evening and you say thank you for all all the time or your love, they they say, no need to thank me. I'm getting a lot more out of it than I'm giving. And yeah. it's really really inspiring.
0: You inspired me to come volunteer here. You did it. And I'm here. I've been here. all I got here yesterday and we helped reopen the school today and make sure it was prepared for the ceremony and putting classrooms together. And then tomorrow I'm helping rebuild homes. And I've been talking to everybody. I've been sleeping on base camp and talking to everybody and everybody's so amazing. They literally are doing it just because they felt a lot of them an emptiness in their lives that are tired of their jobs that weren't inspiring to them. And they said, I just want to, it popped in their head. I want to volunteer. I want to help people. Mm. And all of a sudden they're doing it and they seem so much more full of purpose and happiness. And it's been really inspiring. So I'm going to try to find another trip that I can come to when this one is done. Um, How can people get involved?
2: Um, well, it's simple. Um, you can go on our website, allhandsandhearts.org, and you can find uh, um, a way to volunteer in all these 11 different locations, and we will have probably a few more coming up as well. And it's uh, you can choose the location where you want to volunteer um, and how many days. You can come for a day or three days or three weeks. And so many times what happens, people come in for two weeks and extend for three months, three four months. Month, yeah. like, I talk
0: to people that way. Uh, yeah. It's, and then people can donate, of course, to the website,
2: of course, and that's All very and, and in terms of needs, um, so the for. Uh, volunteers. We need volunteers in Texas, in Dominica. It's a small island in the Caribbean. I, yeah, I didn't even this. know it was a
0: place until you started mentioning that to yeah. me. like, Dominica's it, a thing? Yeah. I thought you were saying Dominica we probably about, wrong you know, or something. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. No, it's Dominica. And we just opened a uh, school and preschool there. Um, uh, and it's a beautiful island. But because it's so far away, uh, not many volunteers come. So we really need volunteers there. But when volunteers come, they keep extending because it's such a beautiful island. Also, we need uh, help in Mexico. So that's from volunteering standpoint. And and from fundraising standpoint, we need help in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico needs so much help and there's not enough funding coming. So those are the two needs from volunteer standpoint, from fundraising standpoint. So whatever you can do will be awesome.
0: Amazing. And are these Wikipedia stats right? As of June twenty eighteen, <laughs> All Hands and Hearts has positively impacted over a million individuals mm. affected by natural disasters, helping rebuild over two hundred and nine now schools and hundreds of
2: schools. This is you know that At was June we are wow. in August we are we, we are moving quickly
0: incredible <laughs> and then hundreds of homes in over 95 locations in 18 different countries yes that are so amazing and uh, it's like my last question for you it's called smart response why what does smart response mean
2: because a
0: lot of a lot of charities are are seen as being wasteful and, and stupid right well,
2: open. for for well, every charity is different. But what, the reason why we uh, uh, focus on smart response is more from uh, thinking long term, because many times after natural disasters, people think about uh, they they donate within next know three or four weeks right. uh, and that funding usually goes to first response but to uh, uh, rec- uh, to get the community back on their legs it takes on average five years so if wow. you're donating only to the first response then there's not enough funding for the rebuilding of schools and right. homes so that's why the smart response is about sustained long-term response yeah. which is the smart response because it gets people on, on their legs and it builds resilience if you focus only on the first response you cannot build resilience
0: it is crazy because when I when you said to me we're rebuilding homes that were affected in Hurricane Harvey in, yes. in Houston, I, I, I thought, what do you mean? It was a year ago. You don't, even, you don't ever think about the disasters after they happen. Yes. That's why I'm dumb and your response is smarter. You can <laughs> say I'm dumb. It's fine. No, I'm no, fine no, with no, that. No,
2: no, 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 no. No, it's just always learning and bettering what we can do. I love that. Thank you for being here. Thank
0: you so much for inspiring me to be a better person. I will work on myself. I'll start meditating possibly, <laughs> and I'll come volunteer again. Thank you for all that you do for the world. Thank You're amazing. You. Awesome. thank you so much sweetie all hands and check it out so that was a lovely talk um i really adore this human being uh she's more beautiful inside than she is outside and that's a high bar set right off the top um really a caring loving human being i can't tell you she really walks the walk she sent me the sweetest whatsapp message after the podcast and my weekend there, just thanking me for taking the time and doing it and Say how much fun she had on the podcast? Cause everybody loves being part of the brain trust. You know that. But again, all hands and if you want to volunteer. And now I'd like to welcome, uh, America's favorite last week on earth podcast guest, really a, a, a co-host. You're so frequent and so such a sta- stable and stabilizing stable genius force on this podcast at Ben the Morrison. You can follow him along and tweet at us both for the rest of this pod in a big news week. Um, by the way, bonus episode coming out later this week with We the People We Recorded Last Week with a great talk with left and right from both sides of the aisle to covering the three biggest issues of last week climate change, the fires, um, some other political issues I can't remember right now because my brain's a little foggy on account of the stroke I had earlier. But uh, please welcome back Ben Morrison, comedian extraordinaire. Hello. How you doing, brother? Great Good to, to be hear your back, voice for the man.
3: first time this episode. Good to be back, yeah. Um, it's so cool finally being able to pick up the microphone
0: how come your microphone's not on and i don't
3: see your levels going at all check well, i take it back that was very loud yeah there i am there you are there's a, a slight delay
0: but yeah you're talking so much louder than you did during that sound check because i i
3: that, why i, I, I mean I, the
0: mic closer to your mouth now than it was I no know.
3: i talked like this but you were like scream motherfucker and i was like i don't think i don't why think i'm gonna scream okay now you're good yeah i'm good okay grandiose i think so, i was good the whole time i don't know if that's a fact to be honest with you i mean i about that i I, honestly i think the levels were were pretty sweet that you started with
0: you don't know that i'm looking at the levels right now and mine's high now mine's about equal but you're not talking so it's hard to know like i said yeah now we're good trust your gut well i'm just saying you like you were very lackadaisical in your sound check and i could tell you were phoning in the
3: sound check this is exactly how i was talking on the sound check Mm, i don't know first thing you said peaked right off the top and if people's ears suffered i'm yeah because the recording level was set to like a hundred no, you're
0: like at 65. You,
3: you lowered it continually the entire time I was talking. Oh, it's on you.
0: It's <laughs> on you, 100%. Um, how have you been life-wise? And why am I getting fat again?
3: And are you fat or are you skinny right now? Whoa, geez, that's a lot to throw at me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm aware of that. Uh, I've been quite good. I've been doing an insane amount of traveling this summer.
0: You've been on a wonderful trip to Greece.
3: Yes. With your wonderful
0: girlfriend. Emily Morris, can I say that? Yeah, um, because you guys do podcasts together anyway, so it's not—it's no secret. Sex with Emily. Uh, she was a former co-host of Loveline, and you got very popular podcast called Sex with Emily. And you guys have been talking about your sex life on the podcast quite a bit, which I need to still tune into quite a bit. And yeah. I'll, don't worry about. it. I'm going to keep my pants on when
3: I listen to it. You don't have to. I don't have to. It's uh, really disgusting. Based on the comments she gets on, yeah, but I'm just your dear friend. I'm not going to listen. A lot of people my also on. keep their pants off when listening really oh yeah she gets she gets a lot of
0: you're okay with that
3: dude she's what am i gonna do it's just stupid comments she hadn't she has a staff that filters out the real crazy crazy shit
0: oh so you're seeing crazy shit that's already crazy about pants off podcast listening and that's the not crazy shit
3: i mean how many times have i listened to a podcast and halfway through been like i should put some pants on Oh, but you know, it's not what we're talking about. Hmm. (laughs) Uh, So Greece for two weeks, Israel with the the Schusterman Foundation. Yeah, you you went went on
0: on the reality trip that I went on. I got you in there or I recommended
3: you. You did. You did. You were a a swing vote. Mm -hmm. Good group of people. Amazing trip. And then I'm uh, going to Burning Man. As you always do. uh, Not. I go every other year. Okay. So 2012, 14, 16, now 18.
0: This is a chiller-sounding Ben Morrison that I think the audience is used to hearing. Do you think you're in a more wise, mature place in your life? No, just a little more stoned currently.
3: Oh, you're stoned. I didn't say that. You did. This did isn't I? the beginning of the podcast <laughs> when
0: you when that was off the record. This is on the record.
3: I'm fine with that. It's legal now. No, I'm just, I'm tired. and uh, You're this, tired? This is me, man. Yeah, I got up at 6. While you were going to bed, I was... I'm on
0: night out, but I've been working on it. I actually went to bed last night about 2.45.
3: Get out of town. You, yeah.
0: did? you I went, did? I did? I got up five nights in a row recently between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. And then yesterday, I did do an 11. This
3: morning, I did an 11.15 a.m. Eleven? Wait, you stayed up until 11? No, 10? no, I woke up at 11.15. Oh.
0: That was the worst. I've woken up in six days, five days. The others were very, very early wake-ups.
3: Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because with the volunteer stuff, you had to be up at 6.15? Yeah. What do you do when... You're used to going to bed.
0: I was just tired already. I didn't sleep on the way there the whole first night and maybe three hours. So Uh I was tired the first night and I was able to then. And then the work, physical work also tired me out. And so because I don't move and I'm very fat at this point in my life. Dude, I'm not. So any amount of work exhausted me so thoroughly. (laughs) Opening a banana, I'm like, oh, fuck. It's got four peels on it.
3: You're just like, fuck it. And you just eat the whole peel on banana.
0: Spit the peel off
3: afterwards. (laughs) I'm a post peel spitter offer. Do you ever eat peanuts with the shell? They kind of taste like peanut butter. Oh, I do it all. They don't taste like peanut
0: butter to me at all. But I eat it with the shell all the time. I is all the
3: whole thing? Is that bad for your guts though,
0: or is it great for your guts? I feel is like it's, it's like a workout clean for your it guts. All it's all a lot out? of roughage. I don't know. I mean, I don't know the answer. I know I've been doing it since I was a kid. Uh-huh. I've got I've got an iron stomach. No food gets me. I've nothing. I'm not allergic to any foods. No food makes me feel
3: queasy. Do you think maybe I'm strong? Maybe that that would uh, contribute to your weight gain? You know, maybe if you had more dietary restrictions. You wouldn't have an, a, an attitude of, I can eat whatever the fuck I want. There's, no, you, there's gonna, no consequences. I'm going
0: to ask you to take that back. I'm going to ask you to apologize. Whoa. For what part? Saying that maybe I should not eat everything and I should eat less. I am sorry I said that. Thank you. Thank you very much. I apologize for that. That's cool. You wrote recently on a TV show, you're one of the head writers of Funny You Should Ask. Yeah. A very popular game show? And uh people loved it. I didn't get to see it, but I heard great things. <laughs> How many episodes did you guys do? It wasn't that many episodes, that's why I didn't get a chance to catch it.
3: Yeah, How yeah. Many episodes was It's it? tough when we're only uh, airing hundred and forty four episodes. Oh,
0: okay, I would like to see one of them. <laughs> I'd like to see one, but it's very you had great people on it. Yeah. Is it still airing?
3: Yeah. I don't I have no idea. You don't know? No. It was on in like there's some weird channels in L.A. at weird yeah. times. I don't watch a lot of TV in my defense. Uh, where, where's the show airing? Uh, it's a, It's on KQ uh, Spanish Dancer emoji <laughs> at 4.30 Q a.m. <laughs> what?
0: 4.30 Q a.m. It's <laughs> a great time slot. Oh, that reminds me that my game show, Idiot Test, oh, is back on TV again. At 4.30 Q. Basically. We're also on the worst time slot in h- human history. We're on the coveted 2 to 3 a.m. Monday through Friday time slot. Yes. So if you are a <laughs> drug addict or have severe sleep issues or, or, or,
3: or you're me. Or, the, or are the host. Or the <laughs> host of this podcast. <laughs> For Ben Glebe. bye again. They wanted to air it so I could finally see my own show.
0: So we've been off the air and since I've d- now December. become
3: a huge fan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it turns out I'm great at this show. I don't miss it. I really enjoy it. I never
3: it. miss it. I don't miss watching
0: it. So you can catch that. Also, another side note that I'll forget later, my Showtime special is off Showtime now. But now it's back available it's on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So if you have Amazon Prime, you get it for free. So check that out. Um, and also, Ben Morrison, you should plug, I'm doing a plug early this week. You have a great new monthly show you're doing at the Laugh Factory.
3: Yes. Might not stay at the Laugh Factory. But it might. The first one was at the Laugh Factory. It's called Ben Morrison Super Funny. Super Funny. You and I had a lot of arguments about your flyer design. We didn't have that many arguments about it.
0: Well, you ignored most of my advice. I don't know why you even asked me for advice. You what don't, do, what you advice any, have you given? All the tips I gave you, you ignored them. You said too blue. Never said too blue, actually. Clearly, you don't give a shit about the advice or listen to it at all. I said it shouldn't be Ben Morrison's super funny at the factory because it ruins the pun of Ben Morrison's super funny. You ignored that, moved it back. You it took it, then put it back up there. Well. You also said, don't you like the slogan of truth, justice, and the American way of laugh? And I said, no i don't get it you're like the american way of laugh like american way of life i said no because the superman slogan is true just in the american way uh-huh. not american way of life you googled it didn't trust me and you're like damn it you're right and you still went with it
3: i dude a i love it Makes I no sense. It, and b i've had multiple people tell me how much they love it those people are idiots i'm an expert in idiots <clears throat>
0: how could you do a, a takeoff on a slogan when the word that you're doing the takeoff on at the end isn't part of the slogan.
3: See, here's the thing. Here, and here's Does that make the, any sense? I'm about to answer your question. I hope so. Very few people actually know that Superman's slogan is truth, justice, and the American way. That is way. bullshit. It is. Jesus. Aggressive.
0: Okay. Listen, whoever's listening to this right now. Please tweet at Ben Morrison and at no, Ben
3: Glebe because people if who know it knew, are going to tweet. If you
0: no, no, if you knew when you heard this sentence bro, on the podcast it's from
3: right the now, Christopher Reeves Superman, it was a long time ago. It's just no, none of the new Superman stuff has that. If you and, just,
0: just tweet to us if you knew before we said it that the
3: Superman slogan is Truth, Justice, picking. and the American Way. Yeah, you're going to get like ten people. Like, of course, it's Truth, Justice, and the American Way. What do you right? mean?
0: Or they'll say, "No, I didn't know." What do you mean? They're not going to just go just because I said it on one side. The okay. audience is about truth, justice, the, and the American way. The
3: question is it's a it's a it's a last week on earth poll. Yeah. How much just tell us yes or no, did you know that Superman's slogan was truth, justice and the American way and be honest.
0: That's exactly what I was just asking
3: them. Right. Now, I took a old gamble that more people understand the phrase the American way of life than truth, justice and the American way, and I feel that I paid I paid that off on the copy. But even
0: then it makes no sense because the American way of laughter would be a good sentence. But no,
3: the American way of life, laugh, four, just swap it out, four letters. Five letters is the word laugh.
0: I mean, none of you what you're saying makes L-A-F-F. sense. You spell it L-A-F-F?
3: I got to spell it L-A-F-F. I mean, listen, you're yeah. making a lot of sense for
0: a guy wearing a fedora. That works even typically better. Typically, they don't make tons of sense.
3: Yeah, you got to wear the fedora because if you don't, the fedora wears you
0: it makes a good that makes less okay and We're gonna go into what? the news
3: you know what what i'm gonna take half of your notes at you, the factory you didn't
0: take any of my notes yeah, at the factory well i gave this and it's like why do i even bother i give you passionate notes you ignore them
3: <laughs> passionate notes yeah is that is that what you uh you do after you make love <laughs> yes <laughs> you know i do
0: I mean, not you don't personally know, but you could probably imagine. You just roll over. Oh, that was amazing. Next
3: time, do you mind? um, (laughs) You open a book. Leib's Passion Notes.
0: Look, just next time, do you mind when you moan? Could you moan a little quieter, but make more of a squeaky
3: sound? (laughs) All right, anyway. Um, I have extensive notes. I was reading
0: Us Weekly, as I do every week religiously, because it's my Bible. and
3: I I read Them Weekly.
0: Interesting. Them just like us. (laughs)
3: <laughs> and the, there's a great story
0: on the four-step guide to chloe kardashian sexy bed head waves and i didn't read it
3: that particular story that's the headline
0: but what do you do with your hair Ben? when you're not wearing a fedora do you have a hair process yeah
3: what is it i call it the old superman my friend okay
0: stop okay that's the other big debate we had last <laughs> week you think you're superman it was offensive because i'm superman Ah, out of respect for you, I didn't post a Superman pic of me that I found,
3: my uh-huh. old reverse Superman. Dude, you know how many photos I've seen of people ripping their shirt? Oh, that guy's Superman. No,
0: mine's the reverse Superman. I'm ripping off a Superman to- shirt to reveal the businessman. Do you get it?
3: Yeah, it's a no, twist but, on the form. But it takes too long to get that. Well, I've seen that image many times. And this time as I was like, is
0: he doing it? No, and, right, exactly, and you didn't even put the curl in your hair. But I've always been known as Superman. My address growing up was Superboy's address in the original comic strip. It proves I'm Superboy, and then now Superman. You got nothing to do with Superman. You even admitted in text that you'll be evil Superman, and I'm real Superman. So let's not now publicly re- eh, re- revert on that.
3: I feel like I gotta rescind that.
0: Oh, you're gonna rescind that? <laughs> you're gonna out cinder that now,
3: dude? Superman does what he wants.
0: No, he doesn't. He cares about truth, justice, the American way. Evil Superman does what he wants. That's my whole point, brah. Proven now to America and the international listeners that you don't even know Superman's modus operandi.
3: I am just have to make people laugh. Go to superfunny.show to find, to find out what out the when the our next shows. one is. Join, join the Super Funny email list and find out about who the lineup is and get access to Complimentary tickets before anyone else.
0: I love that. So my hair process is: I just, I just dry it slightly, but not fully, and just run my fingers through it for about fifteen seconds. My and hair's yeah. done. No product. Do Do you put a product, any guy? No product. No you
3: product. Put product? No product.
0: No product. No product. you a product guy?
3: You need a little product. I
0: use no product. My hair behaves itself. Why? Mm. I got super hair. It's better with
3: a little product.
0: I even have natural curls been dropping down lately, and I feel like you don't respect it.
3: What am I supposed? What am I supposed to? You answer the door, and I'm like. How you doing, man? Woo, natural curls. Yes, yeah. yeah. All be, right, that would fine. be great.
0: I can have that. That would be a great way to handle to the, the
3: the the list of greets, man. Look, I'm flexible, man. I am really malleable. There's two. You're Mallory P. Keaton. <clears throat> Listen, there's two very big news stories
0: that just la, dropped la, la, la. today. <clears throat> we'll start with the big one. Haley Baldwin has a lot of control in her relationship with Justin Bieber. Um, apparently, they're discussing having a very small wedding, just seven or eight thousand people and they want something, you know, they want to keep it private and intimate. What do you feel? Will this relationship last?
3: Wait, was that a joke about the small seven or 8,000 people? I made up the
0: seven thousand or 8,000 people part to be funny because I'm a comedian,
1: <laughs>
3: but that's a, that's a, they very do want a small number. intimate wedding.
0: Yeah, no, I know that was the comedic juxtaposition I created. Nice. Ben Glebe's super funny at the factory. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
3: It starts now. Do you believe they're going to,
0: those two are going to make, make it the long haul? Uh,
3: uh, Way to chime in. I love your opinion on that. Is this word you told me because you told me that I'm supposed to care about this? No.
0: I didn't say you're supposed to care about this. Uh-huh. Just I just want you to weigh in with something.
3: Not go oh I uh
0: oh like you're Wilford Brimley all of a sudden. I uh like you're pitching oatmeal out here.
3: As Wilford Brimley, I will say I wish them the best.
0: It's a pretty good impression. It's not bad actually. So you think they're gonna make it? I want some oatmeal.
3: Uh yeah sure why not because
0: Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande seem ma- meant for each other they just both separately said in interviews that when they first met two years ago on the set of SNL they knew they'd marry each other
3: uh huh yeah sure upsetting
0: to me because I hoped had hold hope for me and Ariana even though she's probably too young for me you and your crushes but um I think it's great that a comedian is getting Ariana Grande level women
3: yeah dude we can. We can chuckle our way into a litany of different vagina. Okay, if you ever say that sentence again, I'm not sure you'll ever
0: get laid again. Uh, Chuckle our way into a litany of different vagina? That should be your new Twitter bio. (laughs) Chuckling my way into a litany of different vagina. At Ben the
3: Morrison. Tweet me. At funny clit. (laughs) Funny clit. That has to be a thing. Funny clit?
0: Why why don't you even get that? Is that another uh, another American pun I'm understanding?
3: It's like like female-oriented humor. You know, that just doesn't give a F. At funny clit. Why funny clit? I don't know. It's like an empowerment thing, but it's funny. You know, memes about (laughs) clits. I feel like this... Joke of yours should be the funny
0: G spot because you really can't find the humor. Oh, oh snapple, dabble, bang, bang.
3: Vern. That's a burn with a V. Yeah, it's like an Ernest goes to burn. Ernest goes to Vern. Ning man.
0: Okay, so drop us. Today we had two huge stories happen for real in the world of politics. I think you should probably do more drugs. Go ahead and do it. This isn't drugs. Oh, that's just a nicotine vape? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's still a drug, really. You are lecturing me about Not like sure as a quick side comment. Anyway.
3: Read the news.
0: Michael Cohen, the president's former fixer, shouldn't have a fixer if you're president, but former fixer, right-hand man, decade-long lawyer just today was found guilty, pled guilty to a bunch of counts of fraud, including campaign finance fraud, and Paul Manafort, the president's campaign manager for a good chunk of the campaign. Was found guilty on eight of eighteen counts of tax fraud, tax evasion, other. I want you to break it down more specifically because you know the details a little bit better on this than I do, um, and I'll just chime in as necessary. But um, let me just remind you: the president still sticks by the fact that he believes he's treating himself only with the finest people, the best people.
3: Yeah, I think what's break interesting, down the stories
0: first, first before you share that. Your well, you
3: know. what you said was was on the money, and you know the convictions were for essentially they were for a litany of different tough guy crimes over the years, right? That I suspect they got a lot of the evidence for when they raided Cohen's office and what Mueller is doing. And it's so interesting watching this be juxtaposed with the right. Who's all yelly, screamy, loudy, tweety, angry. And Mueller is just slowly kind of unsewing the threads between these people by using their, uh, previous crime as a way to get them convicted and it's for stuff like tax evasion and fraud and there is plenty of evidence on either of these people because apparently they were not very good at hiding their shit they just thought they were above the law for so long that they. Yeah, if you're
0: trying to hide your shit you don't want to go around an ostrich jacket that you purchased with your laundered money
3: yeah an ostrich jacket that's so funny how like
0: Somebody tweeted a very funny thing. I bet Paul Manafort wants to hide his hand in the sand right now. Oh, Oh,
3: ostrich ostrich slam. Ostrich slam, I feel like. Ostrich slam? That kind of sounds like what you get at like a Denny's in in Australia.
0: (laughs) Hey, mate. Interested in ostrich
3: slam? Two eggs over my Sydney on an ostrich slam? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. they We bury the ostrich meat and rice and you kind of dig it out there. (laughs) Uh, Under some ash brains. That's not a breakfast. This is a breakfast. <laughs> a breakfast where we construct houses very slowly with bricks. You kind of went into like a Nordic.
0: Listen, Australian accent's never been one of my strong suits.
3: <laughs> yeah, you've done a couple. You always slide out into different accent it's Never been my strongest accent. You're like, look, mate, I'm from Australia, from Germany. You're like, what? <laughs> Australia from Germany. So yeah, so they both pled guilty for a bunch. No, they of didn't like- both plead guilty. Uh, well Manafort, Manafort was found guilty. Manafort was found guilty. Cohen pled guilty, but it it's more important in the sense that these are you know again what Mueller is doing is he's taking Trump's surrounding group of idiots and he's slowly getting them and getting and basically saying, "We have enough on you that we're going to put you away so what do you know and he's going from the outer rings in to Trump if you look at the first round of convictions, Flynn. National um, security advisor looks shifty in every photo, like he, he just stole somebody's wallet or lunch shifty. money. Um, the first two senators <laughs> who endorsed Trump this week both convicted of uh, of fraud, and in one case, like an insane amount of uh, embezzling. I'm not quite sure what it was, but it was for like a hundred million dollars. What, review. yeah, the first two people who endorsed Trump were convicted on um. Some sort of uh, of theft or bank fraudy. Anyway.
0: I didn't even hear this story, but thanks for having the great specific details there. <laughs> the first two senators were convicted on bank fraudy.
3: Yeah. And the guy that did the microphone at the inauguration, he, his dad owns a tractor company. I heard. Pizza gate. Built. It, okay. There's a pedophile ring out of a. Uh, shit, Where
0: dude. do you think they get the pepperoni? Shit,
3: think of something. Uh, pizza place. It was it's like there's no Biceman in the Alamo, you know.
0: When, it's literally uh, like the conspiracy theories of, of the alt right come from Mad Libs
3: games. <laughs> that's a good that's a good bit. It's a good that's bit. a good bit. Remember that
0: for later. Huh?
3: Well, let's remember that. Jeez, if if only we were recording this. Yeah, but how do you find never look at the whole thing Wait, again? Wait, what you have video. So now when I go like this?
0: Oh, great. It's going to be hard to even find that, but thank you. Ben's frantically swinging his arm around in you're circles. Not,
3: I guarantee you when you when no, you load this up later, you're going to find that one, Joe. I to for the audio audience, which is the Oh, yeah, for audience, the audio. Wait, did you know what I do when I, do, when I record audio uh, voiceovers? No. I go, so that way when the waveform wave pops, you pop. can see it. Yeah, I actually you're do
0: actually... that on stage. It's a secret of mine. When I'm recording my audio on stage, I put my phone on, on the stool during my stand-up sets. Uh-huh. And if I improvise a new bit on stage, I go over to the mic. And as though I'm a black comedian, very excited about my joke, I slam my hand on the stool. And it makes the up waveform pop so I can find it. That's smart.
3: After I did the clicking thing, I thought you were going to make a joke that that's what you do when you're doing stand-up in Ethiopia. But that. You didn't make that joke. Then I and we
0: also it. briefly apologize to black comedians. And I apologize. I just think it's great that a lot of black comedians are enthusiastic on stage. They really, I wish I was more enthusiastic. They Sometimes, really are just in general, oftentimes black people get very overtaken
3: by their own hilarity.
0: And when, you, and when you, and I also love to make my black friends laugh because, like, you know, you really know that you make a black friend of yours laugh when they leave the room. Like, they're just like, oh, damn, and they, like, step back and they're running around like they just got hit by a tornado.
3: Although, if I was a black person, I could, like, weaponize that just to get out of, like, rooms I wanted to leave.
0: Yeah. Just oh, what a great joke. I'm out and get in the car and just drive
3: away. <laughs> uh-huh. It's a great joke. Um, So what Mueller is doing is sewing up the people around Trump. And the interesting thing is the reaction that you're seeing in their not deep state <laughs> not in any way deep state media right like we we watched hannity today he's throwing an absolute temper tantrum with like graphics big shiny words the Mueller witch hunt russia no collusion
0: he's taking quotes from trump's twitter feed and making it his graphics on his show
3: well the the um the prime time hours of fox news aren't in the technical sense considered news they're actually entertainment but there's no effort. that's just
0: a new thing that hannity threw out there to muddy everybody's perception of his show after he started getting in trouble for being a blo- for being a, an advisor to the president while being a newsman he never said he wasn't a journalist before
3: until he got caught with that. And he's like yeah. i never
0: claimed to be a journalist i'm an entertainment program i'm an opinion journalist but it's fox news
3: you know what he also have the never word news on their network you know what he also never claimed to be Michael Cohen's other secret client. <laughs>
0: right. He's sitting there like talking about the president's distance from Michael Cohen. He, you're his client as well, buddy boy. I would I – would. Wait, t- but we've buried the lead here. The big lead that's been buried about the, the two uh, guilty verdicts today in these two huge trials of two of Trump's closest confidants and advisors is that Michael Cohen, when pleading guilty, implicated the president. This is huge. This is the closest that Mueller has come to really forming, finding direct, now court-approved and convicted evidence that Trump himself directed illegal action. So Michael Cohen pled guilty to paying hush payments, illegal hush payments with violation of campaign finance laws to Stormy Daniels and to the Playboy playmate. Karen McDougal. Karen McDougal, unfortunately, has to have sex with the president. Is,
3: she, Karen McDougal is – Fine.
0: Yeah, and and um, in court, when accepting the guilty plea that he gave, the judge said, "You know that you can't change your mind. You can't withdraw the plea. You know that this could carry huge jail terms. It could be up to sixty-five consecutive years in prison if he gets the ultimate, the full sentence for this." And then he says. You were aware that what you were doing was illegal at the time? Yes, I was. And you were directed to do this by the candidate you were working for? Yes, I was. Did it conspire to do it with him and under his direction? So that's directly a now convicted felon, his former lawyer, saying the president made him or encouraged him and organized with him to break the law during the campaign, in the final days of the campaign, making the last payment to Stormy Daniels. I mean, that is explosive.
3: It's so good. Today was such a good day to just watch news. Because both of these verdicts dropped almost the same time, so it was just... Almost exactly the same time. Yeah. Was that timed, or was that <laughs> just coincidence?
0: I don't know, but it should be the new 420, or the new, it's <laughs> 5 o'clock somewhere. What time was it, like like 2.15? It's 2.15, it's, it's indictment, it's, it's, it's hey, verdict it's, time. It's
3: guilty plea somewhere. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, it drop was, it back. I'm really interested to see your what, gullet, alcohol, what, uh, what happens next because these are actually court convictions, you know, and the whole screamy witch hunt thing. It it slowly begins to get less plausible as more people involved in this in the supposed witch hunt at higher levels are now pleading guilty guilty to a litany of different things. Litany is your word today. Yeah, I may have said it a litany of times. The way Trump is going to spin it is none of this had anything to do with me.
0: He's He's already saying that.
3: Yeah, they're already saying that. Um, He's probably not going to mention or bring up his own implication in one of Cohen's guilty pleas. And I think if they ask him about it, and I'm sure they will, he'll just say Cohen's a liar. And – the thing that troubles me about this... Well, because right?
0: Trump already denied back on his plane months ago that that—that
3: oh, yeah. that he knew about the payment to Stormy Daniels. Such a shitty liar. So it, the thing that
0: troubles you about it is what? Other than the entire premise of everything?
3: Other than the fact that we're even having this conversation in the first right. place about our f- fucking president. Um, Fargan, president, please. Fargan, or Fargan. Try to clean it up for the kids. Fargan, Blargan, sorry kids. Um, president is that the people who are still rabidly uh, enamored with Trump have largely walled themselves into the approved media sources, Fox, or does anyone even read Breitbart anymore? Is it just Fox? What the fuck else is there? And I think they're watching Fox and then a bunch of like real crazy, like internet based shows that have popped up to fill the the void of news media because they've so labeled all of the media the enemy – literally the enemy of the people that the places they can go to find news and not feel lied to uh, are such a small number of places that they're really able to streamline the message and give people the, the reinforcement they crave as things are beginning to get worse. And
0: one of them just got Trump. kicked off of many of his platforms, Alex Jones last week, got mm-hmm. kicked off of YouTube and Spotify and facebook and then sent then all just a one-week suspension from twitter which really is just yeah kind of a silly you know, you're smith. a
3: bad boy promise to not stop claiming sandy hook was a hoax he really, okay he really you doesn't want people back. to
0: believe sandy hook was real like what a what a what yeah, a i mean there's what a d- conspiracy theory to hang your hat on
3: yeah jesus christ there's a i mean there's a lot there, there's a big a bigger debate about free speech but when it comes down to it these are all privately owned companies and that, by I the way, is with-
0: one of the issues we did discuss. I remember now also in the We the People that will be playing the bonus episode in a, in a couple more days. But go ahead. Yeah, it is an issue of free, free speech, right? Private companies don't have to publish anybody. You agree oh, yeah. to a user agreement to
3: not break their chosen terms it's of service. It's an exchange of money. You know, like <clears throat> you are able to have a business and reach that many people because you're you're using their channels, you know, you're using their technology, their servers to get your. Crazy Town message out, so that actually builds you as a brand and they're making money. Come my off lady, of you. come,
0: come, my lady. You my butterfly, sugar, baby. Isn't that Crazy Town?
3: No, that song that's that, Crazy that's Town. kind of a catchy song. That, that song
0: is by the band Crazy Town.
3: Um, oh, I didn't know that. I believe so. I didn't know that. But then they're making money off of you running ads, right? That's that's the give and take of how these companies make money and why people use them. When it comes down to it though, they're a business. Like had he been kicked off like the government. Let's just say if there was government TV or some shit like that and they kicked him off, then you could make a bigger argument about free speech. But you're using privately owned companies' information distribution platforms. They can kick you the fuck off if they want to. They're a privately owned company. You know, that's their decision. So anyway, that dovetails into the larger point, though, that, like, you know, I took I took some screenshots of the news as this broke, right? Um, and you can... You can see the screenshot at Ben the Morrison, right? It was 5.30 when all this happened. CNN, Michael Cohen pleads guilty. When CNN was the most restrained, quite frankly. New York Times, bigger letters. Cohen pleads guilty, indicts Trump. And then just to show that uh, it, it, it's really only Fox, I did a screen cap from the fucking Drudge Report, which was the most dire A photo of Trump. Big red letters, horrible, horrific, guilty, guilty.
0: That's a that's a right leaning, yeah, very that's conservative drudge. website. And then Fox. You're wearing a very drudge hat right now.
3: Am I? Or I guess yeah. I, I am wearing a drudge yep, hat. Yep. <clears throat> um, and then Fox, the fucking the headline, cute white girl, you know Molly, what's her name? Was, kill, was killed by an illegal immigrant. And then at the bottom half of the page was a big old banner: President Trump holds the welcome rally. Tune in live. Da 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 and uh, and then we just I watched Hannity because someone posted how he had a, a meltdown today and it was it was literally like Hannity is like Trump's inner like voice inner baby like they threw a suit on Trump's inner baby and he has like he has like 20 minutes of, of just like tantrum with graphics time and it really was what? like the, the graphics themselves were literally the Trump talking points, and the look, graphics were no, no Russia, no collusion. And, Where was the collusion? And obvi- witch look, hunt.
0: obviously the other story is a news story too. Obviously, it's horrible for this young woman to be murdered by an illegal immigrant. Of course, and of course, that's a decent argument for strengthening our borders for sure. But immediately, the right jumps into acting as though that is an epidemic and it's a complete shift that Trump tries to to shift the narrative to and shift the facts to that there's some epidemic of illegal immigrants killing people it's not true look how many murders happen in america every day every week in chicago alone every weekend Oh, 40, 50, 60 people being shot lately. <laughs> and no, most of those, the 95, 99% of them are not by illegal immigrants. So of well, course you want to strengthen your borders, but you don't want to do it in silly <laughs> ways. You don't want to do it by, by building a wall that would be ineffective and expensive. You don't want to do it by separating innocent families or separating young kids and babies from their parents. You have nothing to do with a, one criminal illegal immigrant so tragically killing this sweet young woman.
3: What's the thing. Uh, illegal immigrants commit a far lower rate of crime than citizens. Mainly because they're fucking illegal. They don't want to get illegal. They trouble. don't want to get deported. It's like if you're playing a game of hide and seek from the bottom of the closet, you're not like, I'm over here. You're going to stay as quiet and out of the view as possible.
0: And breaking the law is the theme of this week's Twitter answers, which breaking will be coming to dog. you in about five minutes or so. Breaking but the law. But before we move on to a couple other very important stories, what is your synopsis, your gut feeling, or from all of the reading you've been doing, of where do you think this goes over the next few months?
3: <clears throat> where do I think this goes over the next few months? Well...
0: Take your time. It's not like we're on a podcast
3: i like to have uh, well-crafted thoughts.
0: Look, I know you're stoned, but speed the brain up a little bit. People no, am not
3: stoned anymore, my friend. That was 45 minutes ago. Oh, great. We've only been doing... We have
0: actually over 44 minutes already. Fair Good. enough.
3: Good. Where do I think this is going? Um, I'm not entirely sure, but I am definitely beginning to see the legal pattern that Mueller has taken with this go from the outer ring and work inwards towards Trump. Do
0: you think... My theory is that Mueller is gathering as much as he can and is preparing to drop the report on Trump in January or February right after the new Congress takes office and hopefully – It'll be after a blue wave does indeed take over and the House flips. Do you know by chance – I can't I can't somehow find what even, the percentage are is that the Senate could flip. I, I know like that term, right now 538.com is saying that 74% chance that the Democrats take the House.
3: I, but I is there any
0: chance they take the Senate?
3: I cannot take 538 seriously after the 2016 election. It just I don't know, They up. claim
0: now that it was all within the margin of error, but I don't know. If Dude,
3: I have true. screenshots from 538 where it said – there's a hundred and eighty percent chance Hillary Clinton is gonna be your next president. <laughs>
0: well, I was at ABC News on election night doing coverage for ABC News Digital with the one of the co founders and main guys of five thirty eight and what, he was Nate he had, Silver? No, the other guy. And he had index cards and he was flipping out. He was going like what's happening here? He's like, I don't know. I guess still if Virginia according to our calculations and Wisconsin does this, there's a chance it could still he was like tearing his hair out. Five thirty five thirty eight's the
3: number of times I said Fuck five thirty eight. Okay,
0: but is there any chance that 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 the uh, Senate flips? Are there are there um, enough seats open in possibly flippable districts for Senate seats that we, that the Democrats could take both houses?
3: I mean, the Senate's pretty goddamn hard, but you have people like Beto who are. Uh, but it's
0: possible, right?
3: It's less possible. But is it possible? <clears throat> yeah, it's what possible. Is the other, are you
0: choking on a fucking worm? What's happening with you?
3: No, man, I'm just clearing my throat.
0: Eighty seven times.
3: Think, What's wrong with the, your throat? The fourth? No. Nah,
0: fourth or fifth times. Why why are you clearing your throat? Maybe you shouldn't have eaten three thousand almonds before the podcast started. You hear the thing about that?
3: I had a couple hands. You're really aggressive today. The He's last tired. time I did political stuff with you at We the People, yeah. you got aggressive also.
0: I got aggressive towards Avi Lieberman. I haven't aired that one yet I lost my mind. I might air it <laughs> another bonus episode.
3: <laughs> yeah. But he was on
0: the day of the Helsinki traitorous summit with Putin. He said he didn't care and didn't think what Trump said was that bad. And I had lost my mind.
3: Yeah, at a certain point, I was like, I think leap forgot this is a comedy show.
0: Oh, I forgot that week. <laughs> I lost my mind worse off air. I was out of control. Did you talk to
3: him after the show?
0: Oh, yeah. I ended up throwing a fork across the improv what? restaurant. Did No. Yeah. What? I lost my mind. I was very angry. Wait, tell me the fork story. I just was talking to him again. He was still making some argument that it doesn't matter and presidents say don't matter and it isn't, he's not being traitorous and it's fine. It was policies are good. I was so enraged and there was an empty corner of the restaurant. And I just had a fork in my hand. I just lost it and I threw it aggressively across the restaurant.
3: <laughs> well, he also has like this insane, uh, chip on his shoulder about Obama.
0: Yeah. Saying he's the
3: worst president I've ever make the argument for that. It's very, very frustrating. I was. It probably means that at the same time that he finally made enough to be in a different income bracket, taxes kicked in and he, he had to pay a much larger chunk of money than he ever thought he would have to. Maybe so. And because of that, went along with the uh, he's a demon, take my money uh, guy. A lot Maybe of people, so. like, a certain level of wealth felt that about Obama.
0: Maybe so. But anyway, what I was saying was my theory is when when the new Congress takes – over, I think that Mueller will drop the report, and my prediction is that pres they start President Trump gets impeachment proceedings begun, the House impeaches him, and only gonna possibly happen if the Senate also gets flipped, the Senate removes him from office. That's my prediction.
3: Um Well he wouldn't I don't think any president's going to get removed from office. Why not? Let me just look at what Nixon did. They resigned to save face. I don't see Trump as being
0: anybody that would do that. He's so delusional and he's so, such a fighter and he's somebody that's just going to claim fake news till the last minute. I could really see them until they come into his office with handcuffs. I think, I, honestly, I put it at a pretty decent chance he ends up in jail. It's not Trump derangement syndor- s- syndrome. Just think about it. Right now, Michael Cohen's going to jail. Michael Cohen is going to be going to jail unless he flips every bit of evidence. I think, I think Donald Trump will
3: and later realize that Trump directed him to do the things that he's going to jail for. Running for president was the dumbest thing he could have ever done. Yeah. because of the I don't know twenty the jail years he'll be in of shady business that. Yeah, I think ju- was a, just getting overlooked. I think was, there is a
0: twenty five percent chance Trump ends up in jail, and I think there is a fifty. I think there's a 75 percent chance Trump gets impeached and removed from office or resigns if both houses of Congress flip. And if just the house flips, I think that there's a 75 percent chance Trump gets impeachment proceedings Mm -hmm. like like Bill Clinton did and then remains in office. And if the house doesn't flip and neither house flips – I think Trump keeps on tweeting batshit crazy shit, and we have to do the best we can as Americans, not as Democrats, not as, not as liberals, as conservatives and Republicans do because I'm not a- – any of those labels – just an American that cares about the state of the country and is very fearful for how our norms of our democracy, of our institutions, of the fact of truth, of freedom of speech, of freedom of the press, of the environment, of everyday – just the other day, just again today, Obama uh, – Trump repealed Obama-era coal emission standards. Just last week, he reversed his car emission standards to make the – air. he just wants us to breathe shitty Trump hot air <laughs> coming out of his orange mouth and – it has to stop, and so in that scenario, we would just have to try to defeat him in twenty twenty, and at least avoid four more years of this. But these are this is the range of possibilities, and uh, I'm going to do all that I can to stop it, including one other thing I'm doing. I'm flying tomorrow. By the time this podcast airs, I will be returned from San Francisco. But I'm flying to San Francisco um, on largely my own dime, most of my own dime. A friend of mine paying for a little drop of my plane ticket, but the rest <laughs> of it's from my own money to uh, go speak perform and speak at a flip flip Congress event supporting California District 10 uh, candidate Josh Harder, Democrat running for Congress to try to flip the nearest to San Francisco red district, been red for like 30 years. This guy uh, against him has been in office for a very long time and just basically become a supporter of Trump's agenda and we can't have that just on the very basis of democracy. And having a country that has any sovereignty left, any sense of cohesiveness left, and not a president who's trying to divide us at every turn. So I'm doing whatever I can to, even if it costs me money, if it costs me time, it costs me effort, it costs me whatever, to help create a blue wave. Not because I love the Democrats so much, but because I love the country so much.
3: Do you think I, that? I don't, I don't think I have an issue with calling it a blue wave in the sense that we don't need a blue wave we just need a wave we just need people to vote if people go out and vote if everybody who could vote voted the dems would be like a tsunami unstoppable force because of the numbers right it's just the people don't vote especially in midterms and all the the crazy cuckoo kool-aid drinking repubs they vote Every time, because that's and I mean that
0: might be. Are you saying all Republicans are crazy cuckoo Kool Aid drinkers? Because no. I don't think that.
3: No, definitely not. But the the same people who get as fired up as you see in Trump's stupid rallies, right? They can't wait to vote. Like that's part of the pageantry of their inclusion in this life choice that is ignoring reality and following this reality star around as he literally puts on these like minstrel shows of rallies for his his group of dedicated idiots and i beg the republicans who are listening to this hopefully there are a couple that if you're with trump if you were with trump for a lot of ideological reasons in the beginning about the system being crooked and against you and the corruption with everything you can think of involving the clintons etc i get all of that they lost brutally, and what is emerging in the Democratic Party is an incredible diversity of candidates representing the true face of America. Like that's what's come out of all of this—the amount of new candidates that are actually representing what America is all about. Nude candidates? Totally buck naked candidates. You're not gonna, you know, we'll win, dude. dude if wait you're you're nude. see.
0: Maybe now you can. I guess or, there's no rules anymore. Wait to see
3: Cortez's new Playboy. Ooh. Wait till you see Chuck
0: Schumer's new play Play girl spread. Dude, I... When I, he lowers I, uh, his glasses to the bridge of his nose, it gives you a vantage point of his pee-pee that you won't believe. Where if he put his
3: glasses on his pee-pee? Listen, that's next level. You're an innovator. You know, I do think the Dems need to consider finding new leadership at the top, though. I mean, you we can't keep saying Schumer and Pelosi. We just can't.
0: Yeah, how do you... How do you possibly motivate people when you're saying good things like Schumer often does with the enthusiasm of a guy who's working at a deli for 50 years and hates his life? Look, we have to, uh, stop the, uh, Republicans in Congress from, uh, selling our country down the river and that'll be 250. And you want it wrapped up separate?
3: Yeah. Tr- Trump has made it like not okay to be fucking old and boring. Like people forget Trump's like, 104 years old. I think he's old. on
0: cocaine. He's always sniffing. He's got energy he's, unreal he's for a 75-year-old man. You can't, I think he is.
3: You can't be addicted to cocaine as a fast food eating 73-year-old.
0: Why? Huh? What's the connection there? Sure you will die. You'll he have He talks a heart attack. constantly. He goes on crazy binge rants tweeting angry Hyper thoughts. It's exactly the evidence and behavior of a cocaine. He's
3: on, he's on trocaine, man. He's high on his own ego. I swear to God. I mean, the guy is sober because you search me, you're gonna find bags of coke, dude. We gotta move on.
0: Kimye showing some PDA at a Hogendals before Two Chainz' wedding, which Kanye wore flip floppy kind of slippers to. Um, what are your thoughts on modern day Kimye? Uh.
3: There we go again with your nice. Good. Oh. Good. Good for them. Cool. Uh, they're, they are. Do you are wear
0: slippers to a wedding, Ben?
3: A couple. I mean, you know, men's fashion, like, these are some fancy sandals. I could probably wear these. I'm offended, honestly, that you're wearing them. This is an audio podcast. The video I'm looking yeah, at I'm right so now. I'm so happy with- that
0: your feet are not in frame. Your foot better be out of frame.
3: I've got great yeah. feet, put dude. Put
0: it down. Put it down, bro. Okay, Jesus, oh, please.
3: You're not going to release this clip. It's going to sit on your hard drive for the next 15 years.
0: Probably a st- solid point. Listen, I like Kimye as a couple. They seem to support each other. Um, Kanye, the most prominent of all Trump supporters, I'd would, I would, I'd like to say definitely in the, in the celebrity world. Um, but it's not making everybody happy. Drake has been dissing Kanye to a large degree. Just on his concert the other day, and this lyric of one of his songs where the lyric is typically when Kanye dropping and then like his shoe liner says new album, he says Kanye flopping because his new album didn't do great. And uh, it's nice to see Drake getting hardcore like this because usually singing very emotional songs. He gets real worked up about how much he loves or doesn't love the women in his life, but he's soft in my opinion, Drake. I mean, I beat him in ping pong back to back two games. I've talked about it before. And so I like to see that he's kind of working on his his toughness, putting a front up against Kanye, maybe hoping to one day build up the nerve to challenge me to a rematch.
3: Tears open. I mean, my God, your banter really is really. Can I I, I get get deep on you? Yeah. Why do you do this celebrity shit?
0: Why do I do this celebrity shit? Yeah. Because it matters? It doesn't.
3: And you it love does. the political stuff, and your your listeners love the political stuff, and they love the they love celebrities.
2: It's kind of like you like love c-
3: celebrities? You're splitting the atom in two. Why don't you do like last week in on celebs and last week on Earth just as all politics? Because you don't have anything to say because your focus is solely interested in one issue. No, I think. It's it's a much deeper product when you get into the politics and, and the reality of American life, and then all of a sudden we're talking about fucking Kanye and no. kissing at a Haagen Dazs.
0: The very premise of this podcast is the absurd juxtaposition of the two and the hilarity of that. And if you were but literally, I've that, done this and-
3: podcast for five years and I've never heard you say that out loud.
0: Right, because I've never wanted to say the premise out loud because it's supposed to be intuited by the intelligence of our listeners, and some would say frequent guests. Mm-hmm. But I guess some people could be on the show for a matter of many years and not even know what the hell they're doing or what the premise of what they're on is. I think your heart's in the politics. Would you go on Stephen Colbert's show and say, ask your question, Stephen, why do you have movie stars on here? You clearly just want to talk about Trump. Why have movie star guests? Why are you having Jennifer Lawrence on?
3: Would you say that to him? Solid point. But this is a podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> where I cover
0: everything that happened during the last week on Earth, It's not called Trumponomics. It's not called <laughs> Trump anger eternally, and I've, been, I've done many episodes recently where it's only Trump anger. I'm trying very hard to get away from just doing that for exactly the reason you just said. I forgot the other day that it was a comedy show at the Improv and made it with the people where I was screaming at people about Trump, and it's supposed to also realize we're comedians and make it funny. What kind of a question is that? specifically said to you before the podcast i said do me a favor try to get on board for all the stories and don't throw them under the fucking bus you went the exact opposite way
3: i just wanted to pick your brain on that i just wanted to hear you talk about it and this is what we call a section that's rapidly about to be edited out
0: no i don't edit anything out it's going to be in the fucking podcast
3: you didn't tell me you don't edit anything out
0: Ben, you've been on the podcast for six fucking years Have ever edited anything out of the podcast
3: i've never actually listened i've listened to them
0: jesus christ You're telling me to not talk about pop culture when you're spending half your time talking about the way you and your girlfriend fuck on fucking other podcasts? That, that's okay?
3: <clears throat> that, actually, that's a good example. That show is all about sex. And so a all show you can about, only be
0: about one thing?
3: That's one of the reasons that she found such wild success is when you pinpoint what your show is about, you rapidly gather the people who are looking for exactly what you do, and they stick to it. Ben, you're very
0: well aware that you and I both suffer from this problem. We talked about it on the phone the other day, that we both have very big issues in our careers focusing on any one type of comedy, Mm -hmm. any one type of product, any one type of of content that we don't output anything well. We don't focus well, and our careers have suffered to the detriment of that desire to be wide and broad and talk about what suits our own heart's content and hope that the audience that finds us, even if it's going to be, albeit definitely smaller – We'll suffer in our careers and our monetary success because of that, but so be it. But I'm not going to change that in the podcast. This is what I've always done. So I should probably change it overall in my career. I should focus more, but I'm not a man who's ever been able to do that. I've been somebody who just – has a wide array of interests. I don't mm-hmm. give a shit about pop culture in real life. I always talk about it to be silly. That's why you don't get, I asked you to get on board with this story only because I do it to be, I don't give a fuck about Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. It's a joke. It's the juxtaposition. The comedy, much of the, a big recurring joke over seven years of this podcast has been talking about very serious things. And then saying, Kim Kardashian eats ice cream. That's the whole fucking joke. You don't get the whole fucking premise. Do you even know what comedy is? <laughs> I guess not, because you're calling your show Ben Morrison's super funny at the factory American way of laugh.
3: (laughs) Why'd you say it like a German person? Because
0: none of it makes sense. Why does
3: a German accent always creep into whatever you do at the end? It's a great question, Ben. (laughs) Maybe you should ask yourself. I wish I had just gone along with the fucking Kim and Kanye thing. Jesus
0: Christ. second I get off Trump,
3: you go, oh, (laughs) what a (laughs) podcast guest. I didn't make that noise. Oh, yeah, you did. Rewind three minutes. You said I was being quiet. Yeah. I don't consider,
0: uh, I didn't a
3: great contribution to I've the conversation. Never, is that your impression of me going, uh? No, I guarantee you it was lower than the one you just did right now. You went, oh uh, <laughs> Why are you making that thing with your eyebrows? You have no idea what your face did. <clears throat> if you I only could see. I don't it. go. Luckily, I do a video. We will play it back. <clears throat> yeah, I know. And you're making a face like, Benny, you're going,
0: I Also, I like, clearly don't even know how uh, audio podcasts work because you keep doing facial things that nobody is going to be able to know what it is. You're
3: recording video of this.
0: But the, most of the audience for the second time is on the audio version.
3: See, man, if you could just... Focus.
0: You just also said, I'm not going to release this video, and you're probably right.
3: <laughs> so
0: why are you playing to the, to the phone that's going to be in my pocket?
3: I feel like we have a lot.
0: Pants off when I'm listening to your podcast appearances with Emily. Oh yeah. Yeah. Favorite okay, tort. Oh yeah yeah.
3: I don't think he should have worn the slippers to the wedding.
0: <laughs> That's all I asked for, motherfucker. That's all I asked for. Kevin Spacey had a movie come out this week. Boo. Hundred
3: and twenty six dollars box office on opening night. <laughs> and the name of the movie was The Billionaire Boys Club. Yeah, literally. <laughs>
0: hundred. It's so funny because the name of the movie is exactly what the world's rebelling against.
3: Uh-huh. A billionaire
0: boys club controlling women. $126 across eight theaters. Night two got $156. Big opening weekend of under $300 take at the box office.
3: Hey, God, hey fuck current Kevin day Spacey. America. You want a movie about a billionaire's boy, boys club starring the, the kitty toucher? I feel bad. I really enjoyed Spacey's work before all that shit came out.
0: What part do you feel bad about?
3: Uh it's tough. It's tough to say that removed from all the horrific things they did, the art that they created was really quite good. You know?
0: That's just my big part of my struggle with Michael Jackson, too. I talk about it in my special. I love his music, can't not listen to it. Yet I believe he did fucked up shit with kids. We are able to separate. No,
3: that's ignorant. That's ignorant. Just have some Jesus juice. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Don't you want some Jesus juice? <laughs> that's ignorant. No. We are able to separate, for whatever reason, art from the artist. And I don't know if that's good or bad, but it seems to be the truth.
3: Ain't that the truth.
0: Ben Affleck News! <laughs> Finally gets it, motherfucker. Ben Affleck News! Our Ben Affleck and Lindsay Shook is over. The actor sparked rumors of a split when he stepped out with Playboy model Shauna Sexton over the weekend. Uh What do you think is uh, Affleck gonna move on fully from shukas snl producer is he gonna ever get back with jennifer garner or is this gonna be the new move you just put your eyeglasses down on your nose chuck schumer style was on purpose better keep it up on top and not put it on
3: your dick and i'll tell you that much if we're talking about ben affleck you have to consider um (laughs) yeah i think uh, a story better have a great fucking take on the story
0: i think uh will he get back with shukas or garner or is he gonna stay now with Sexton Sexton with Sexton be a great the podcast
3: for her the last one, the third one I think the they new, have, younger playboy model yes, why I, there was just the third name you said I have no, I don't know who the people are aside from Jennifer Garner. I
0: swear to God, it's like you I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> it's like I don't even know you anymore. A few years ago you used to be the one saying inappropriate shit, rolling with shit now you're like, could you just talk about politics only?
3: could you focus on politics? I just don't know who those people are. You don't know who do Ben you know? Affleck is and Jennifer. I know Gar- I know like I said you know I know Jennifer who Jennifer they- Garner is. Uh, have I seen Daredevil and Elektra?
0: So it's funny, you do know.
3: Well I know who those two are. You just don't are. want
0: to reveal any part of your knowledge. Of
3: I don't know story. who the other two celebrity people are.
0: I said it's a Playboy Playmate and an S N L producer.
3: I mean Someone says, Hey Glebe, uh in that room you get to fuck an SNL producer or in that room you get to fuck a Playboy Playmate. <laughs>
0: That's the kind of take I'm looking for, dude. (laughs) That kind of take I'm looking for. Glad I had to yell it out of you and berate you into a corner until you brought the comedy at me.
3: That's A lot of people deal with me that way, I found. I wonder why that is, Ben. I think I'm just too laid back for people. I make them uncomfortable. You've never been a laid back person. (laughs) You're laid back now that you came back from Greece and you don't give a
0: fuck about things anymore. And you're wearing fucking fedoras for some dumb reason. Trying to look like Matt Drudge.
3: I'm not trying to pick you apart.
0: I'm not trying to pick you apart, man. Because I'm bringing energy to my own podcast. You're laying back, smoking your fucking vape every five seconds, uh-huh. eating my almonds,
3: choking you, on them half the podcast. You offered. I haven't eaten a single almond. did not offer. You said, but can I have all your
0: almonds? I didn't and say your all your mama? almonds.
3: Can I have and almonds?
0: And I said, sure. Yeah. but I didn't expect you to choke on them all fucking night. If I knew that, I would have said no.
3: Who's the next celebrity to kiss in a Ben and Jerry's? Come on, enlighten us. They're tired of hearing about how our republic is crumbling.
0: Princess Markle's dad calls royal family a cult. (laughs) Duchess Meghan. Father Thomas Markle says in a new interview, the royal family is like a cult, comparing it to Scientology or the movie The Stepford Wives.
3: Dude, they're the fucking royal family. Yeah, they're a cult. They're a cult of, uh, we're the luckiest fucking sperm in the history of people. They're lucky sperms. Just leave us alone. They're and lucky let lucky sperms. Let us fucking just prance around and remind you that there is some magistry left in the world. Magistry? Magistry. You mean majesty. Magistry is definitely not a word. You are right about that. Thank you so much. Magistry is a word, it's just not the one that I wanted. Not a word. Hey, Siri, define magistry. So- you suck. Define think any of your words. are worse. Hey, Siri, define magistrate.
1: Magistrate means a civil officer or a judge who administers the law, especially not- one who conducts a court that deals with minor offenses not- and holds preliminary hearings. For not more magistrate.
0: Not magistrate. Yeah. There's no word magistrate. That's why it doesn't come well, up.
3: Magistrate's a word. It's like a lower court official. Also, but I find majesty- it a little weird and titillating that you have a British Siri. I did, actually. Hey, Siri, what do you call me?
1: You're Ben. But since we're friends, I get to call you Daddy.
3: Hey, that's disgusting. <laughs> My
0: Siri calls me Glebe the comedian so good he's even funny to computers. Seriously? Siri, actually. Oh! Oh! How does he do it? But, I mean, her father is trolling her the fuck out of her and the Rolling family. The Royal family as well. The Rolling Royal family. The Hills are alive with the sound of music. And uh he's going to open out his own clothing line, his own suit line, menswear line. Who? Thomas Markle, the father of Meghan Markle, the very hot dude, princess.
3: Ride that train. He, he's set for life, Don't dude.
0: ride a train. Choo, to ride it. Don't run it. Yeah, he's set, but it's been such a biatch to his daughter. Uh. I think That's one of the ways I'm going to start trying to uh, bring the genders back to, to, or to, finally, to inequality, is I'm going to start calling women who are annoying and mean dicks, and I'm calling men who are annoying and mean bitches. I'm flipping the script.
3: I love calling guys bitches. Do you? Yeah, That's
0: the only way you, you you can come, huh?
3: Well, I think I uh... <laughs> <laughs> gotta listen
0: to this podcast.
3: Well, when I'm making love to my girlfriend, the only way I can come
0: is if I have dudes I call bitches on the side. <laughs> uh, Sex with Emily. Tune in. You
3: don't really ever hear women referred to as dicks, though. Yeah, I'd like to get that going. Oh God, that gal is a, a real dick. dick. <laughs>
0: On that note, it's time to check in with the Glebe of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the Believers, and all of us. We're catching up with the Believers, one follower at a time, one listener at a time. The Glebe Nation, the Glebe Mob, the Glob, the Glebe of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the Friends with Benefits, the Brain Trust. It's time for Twitter answers. <laughs> I asked the brain trust. Tell me about a time you got in trouble with the law or school, wherever. Hashtag Twitter answers. Uh, before I read them, do you have any Ben from your life? Uh. Oh, it's a new sound you're making instead of talking. <laughs> ursh, now you're going to say, I never said. Ursh. Riveting. I'll get back to you, Ben. Uh, my ex, Danielle Sepulveris, great author at, and great writer at LSEP, E L L E. SCP said, I forged the expiration date on my parking pass in college because I was too lazy to walk across campus and get a new one until later in the week. Got caught and it cost me like $300. Plus those fuckers put me on probation for a year saying I fraudulently altered state documents. Damn. Damn. That's heavy. I had my way with the parking at UCSD. I didn't follow any rules. I would literally park my car just for expediency, getting to class always late, on, like, hills on campus, not even on parking spots, right near Price Center Plaza. I would just park it right near – I'd park on little hills by trees. I would get tickets all the time because I found this fucking golden loophole in the UCSD parking system. You get a ticket for, like, 30 40 bucks, and if you went and just contested it, they would always find against you in the ruling. But just because you contested, they reduced it to $4. So it would be a $4 ticket, and it was glorious. That's
3: that's brilliant. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much, Ben. You're not going to have things to add to the stories. If you just call me, that's going to work. We're talking
3: about just us doing illegal shit? Yep. Okay. Uh, Well, uh, I don't know if I should. Come on, Ben. You talk about everything in life. For a while, I would uh, send via U.S. Post uh, medicine, shall we say, to uh, people that I know using the mail and first time i did it i like swiped my credit card Then i walked out i was like that's 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 the dumbest thing you've ever done dude did you put a return address on it huh do you put a return address on it yeah my actual i use my okay, well, Me, that's,
0: that's a pretty bad move. i was like
3: that was real stupid
0: you don't want to put an address That's the dumbest criminal i you could have been I, america's dumbest criminals You I put know. a return address leading the cops right to your doorstep
3: so the next time i went i was like i'm gonna pay in cash and we're, not, we're gonna leave no trace. So I go to the, my local place, and I give them this little box. And they're like, "What's it for?" I'm like, "Art supplies." And then, <laughs> and then they give me this slip to fill out my name. And I realize that I haven't actually figured out what my alias is going to be. And so I, like the comedian in me, was like, "Before I could," she's like, "What's your name?" And all of a sudden, I found myself going, "James Hard Bottom." James Hardbottom. <laughs> James Hardbottom. Yes, yes, that is me. James Hardbottom. I am him. Long come from a long line of hard bottoms. When did you get out of jail? <laughs> Let's just say jail was the one place it was good to have a hard bottom.
0: Oh <laughs> I think you want a real soft, floppy, unattractive attractive bottom, personally.
3: But you do, Dude, you, you boo. You th- in the pen. You think they they. You think they they uh they'll shun someone no, someone no, with some cushion for the pushing?
0: No, but I'm just saying
3: they're gonna no. It's gonna be a hierarchy. You gotta you it's gotta know be an ass hierarchy. What the ass from the, the the pyramid of ass top down ass? Yeah, the it's a pyramid scream. Am, am I wrong? Hard <laughs> ah, bottom.
0: Paul Lanciani at Lawn Rover says the stuff I didn't get caught for is far more interesting than the stuff I did get caught for. Ooh. Interesting, also non-answer, but thanks.
3: Yeah, what, what didn't you get
0: caught for, bro? Right? Um, <laughs> all Chris the, uh, at Katie Stars says, Valentine's Day, teenage days. Boyfriend was so busy, so I went with a friend and her boyfriend driving. Go downtown, see my boyfriend. Before you know it, I'm putting a cigarette out on this chick's head and throwing chairs at heavier set ladies in a coffee shop, running from the cops.
3: I feel like a chunk of there. that story was left out. <laughs> yeah, what made her put a Wait, cigarette read, out on... Read tra- that again, read that again.
0: Valentine's Day, teenage days, boyfriend was busy. So went with a friend and her boyfriend driving. Go downtown, see my boyfriend. Before you know it, I'm putting a cigarette out on this chick's head and throwing chairs at heavier set ladies in a coffee shop. Yeah, they, the
3: she really is You're gonna drive over. around this
0: town, put cigarettes out on heavier set ladies and... Oh,
3: sorry. She left out the whole story. Yeah, why did... How, think, the, how the fuck? Why did you? Maybe she put a
0: cigarette out on the forehead of a woman that was cheating with her boyfriend, feeding on on boyfriend was cheating with her on the woman. If that's implied. It's not even implied. Well, but then what the, why the, the hell happened? At a heavier what happened? Why are you running from? from the cops? Well, you're not allowed to put burning embers on people's foreheads. That's one. It's a, a well known
3: law. Well, yeah, I would assume well known law. But, but I, you you don't just well, arrive the main at law a, is on the books. I've never put a cigarette out in someone's forehead because you're aware it's illegal. Well, if I did, you'd probably wonder what the hell happened.
0: Yeah, and you want to share the fact you wouldn't skip over to the.
3: Then we had to run. Yeah, it's like please how- elaborate, Katie Stars.
0: Why'd you put a cigarette out on somebody's? I was like forehead. How- Why does it matter? They were heavier set people. that you put chairs at. Why'd you throw chairs at the people who were unrelated to the woman you put the cigarette out on?
3: They'd be like, hey, Christians. hey Ben, what'd you do last night? Uh, uh, not much. You know, I just went to Seven Eleven to get uh, a slushie, and then.
0: They're, they're there Slurpies. I am
3: in Tijuana. They're called Slurpees.
0: <laughs> there I am in Tijuana, and uh, we we left three days later, and we regretted it. It's like what? <laughs> um, Sergeant Pinback at Crinkly Fig says, "My seven great handle and name. My seventeen-year-old self caught smoking weed with my delinquent teen friends in a pop-up camper parked beside our house. My parents were home, woken up by our noise at 3 a.m. Not only were we smoking weed." We were all tripping on acid, but my parents never picked up on that part. My friends all got sent home. I had nothing to do but not sleep, so I watched TV on a small black and white antenna set in my room for the next several hours tripping. It was the 80s, and LSD was excellent and cheap.
3: Yeah, cool. There you go again. Man. I want to know what he watched. But tripping.
0: This isn't, they're not live here. We can't just ask some questions.
3: I right? know, but now I want to ask questions like what... When you're tripping your balls off, what '80s show did he watch? Like, imagine seeing Alf when you're on on LSD. Yeah, you believe that Alf was talking about to <laughs> you. He was real, Willie. For five points, what was Alf's real name? What was Alf's real name? Uh huh. Alien life form. No, no, no. That's what Alf stood for. But what was Alf's real name on home planet of Mordor? No, Palm Pl- 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 Melmac. Melmac. Yep. And what was Alp's real name? Melmac. No, that was Mel the name Mac of the... Melmac Senior. That was, Pass! That was the name of the planet, Melmac. I don't know. What was his name? Gordon Shumway. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right.
0: That's very right. For two more points, let's move on. Jen W.K. Suck Socket. <laughs> Gen wait, C wait. What? Too.
3: What, what was the name of that? Jen
0: W.K. Suck Socket. <laughs> <laughs> I gave my mom's underwear to my hot seventh grade teacher, who all the girls wanted to fuck. And a condom for Valentine's Day. Hashtag drop the mic. Hashtag gangsta at 13.
3: Hashtag could be brought up on charges if ever found out by authorities.
0: I mean, not really. Giving your mom's underwear to your teacher? I don't know if that's illegal.
3: a condom? A legal. They open your desk, you're like, where'd you get this? Maybe. That wanted, little 13-year-old girl?
0: Maybe she wanted her teacher to use a condom when having sex with her mom. It's just this, being polite. It's just really nice to do that.
3: That's very courteous. I don't even know why you would even say that. She was like, I can bring an
0: apple or... Cindy Mortensen at Raiders. LOL, I was once kicked out of science class because my teacher embarrassed me in front of everyone. Her, Cindy, if your pe- pants were any tighter, I'd be able to read the note in your back pocket. I called her a bitch. Wasn't allowed back in her class and received an F.
3: Yeah, I mean, I called the, teacher a bitch once. Yeah, that's you did. I did. Why? Well, what happened? Um,
0: it's the one time I cheated on a test <laughs> that I can remember. I didn't like re- a bitch. I, I didn't cheat <laughs> like a yep. But she was a real dick. The teacher. Um, I was in this math class. The teacher was a horrible human. Did not like her at all. She just – her life was just to torture her students. I didn't even like cheat in any clever way or like a way I could ever get away with it. It was like I wanted to get caught. I was just so frustrated. She was – give us this impossible test. I couldn't even come near finishing it. As she was like, turn it in now. Pencils down. Turn it in now. I went up to her desk and I'm literally with a pencil trying to finish it and everybody's turning in their papers and a stack of the papers turned in. I'm just at her desk. She's looking at me and I'm changing answers based on what I'm seeing in front of me in the stack of papers. She's like, are you cheating on this test? And I'm like, yes, I am. She's like, you're go to the principal. You're going to be suspended. I was like, you bitch, you bitch. You did this on purpose. You're ruining me. And I cussed her out and I was sent to the office and suspended and it was not great.
3: Whoa, really? How long were you suspended for?
0: I don't even know if they actually ended up me. I was sent home that day. I guess that's a
3: suspension. Just uh-huh. that day, I think. Uh-huh.
0: And then I had a conference with her, her and my counselor, and they like it ended up being all right.
3: How did your classmates react?
0: I was too angry. They were just stunned. They're just looking at me stunned. I was. By the time I started cussing her out, I've sure to kick me out first. So I didn't cuss her out immediately. I walked to, to the exit to the do- <laughs> doorway, and I'm like, "You!" I turned back, and I'm like, "You bitch!" So I was from the doorway, and I just stormed out and went to the principal's office. And they're like, did you called each other a bitch? I'm like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. I don't regret it
3: really. Uh-huh. I see. I, I call him like I see him.
0: I was kind of close with the assistant principal, and so
3: ah, I didn't get
0: in that much trouble.
3: You were like the Michael Cohen of the school.
0: Yeah, she was my <laughs> fixer. You know. Also, weird thing. I Remember this one student who was in student government with me? Um, would flirt aggressively with the assistant principal. It was kind of a hot woman, and he would like kind of like like pinch her and try to grab her underwear and like she was having it she was having it <laughs>
3: okay uh pre me too
0: i wish that i was him
3: when a guy could grab a girl's panty line in the office place <laughs> it was all in good
0: fun <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, a 17 year old guy and a 40 year old woman and there was this also very hot receptionist in the principal's office right and i started wearing cologne with her, and i was wearing cool water by david <laughs> oh
3: that yeah. was everyone's that are drug hard war
0: yeah. and one day she says to me Mmm, you smell so good. And I was like, oh, my God. It gave me every fantasy I needed for the next several years.
3: Really? Oh, it was great. You were were making some cool water of your own? Yeah, slightly (laughs) warm water. Uh,
0: The (laughs) Laugh It Off Tour is on a little bit of a break right now, but it picks back up. (laughs) Uh, in Sunnyvale at Rooster Teeth Feathers, October 11 through 14. St. Louis, The Funny Bone, November 1 through 4. Santa Barbara, one night only, two shows at the Comedy Hideaway, November 17th. Tickets and dates and info available at gleib.com, dot com. Bonus episode this week with We the People from last week, covering more broadly the big issues of the last month, with two on the left and two on the right, including conservative talk show host brian suits and others and uh the next be the people come see it live at the hollywood improv lab in september don't have a date yet but it'll be like the 18th or so whatever that tuesday is ben any plugs uh you already did them but anything else you want to say about that before we go do a quick two-story uh thunder round and end this
3: so i to tell your listeners that just hold tight be strong this is going to be over soon
0: The podcast or the Trump administration? No, not the podcast. Why would I say that? I don't know. Sometimes you lose faith and energy, and all of a sudden you go, oh.
3: I literally have never made that sound. Oh, God. Play back the fucking
0: tape. (laughs) I hope Omarosa is taping you right now. I'm I'm taping you right now. Play back the tape. Play back the tape. Play back the tape. Play back the tape. 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 When you want to be Royals. I wonder what song we're ending the podcast with this week, huh?
3: Join me on at Ben the Morrison find out all the stuff that's happened in my life are you still
0: posting those clips of your stand-up all the time i am done it in a while captions man it's like you and i both we start things we don't finish them
3: it's a lot of work actually typing all I the know. words it's a
0: lot of work and timing it with the edits yeah
3: that was like Pfft. i
0: told you that we started you were
3: like no i'm gonna do it well the, 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 i stopped doing it like no, i kept I posting clips I just did. i wasn't subtitling all of them oh so you're still posting clips i haven't posted clips in a while but the more recent ones i did didn't have subtitles oh, good.
0: so you stopped both in different phases listen i'm not i'm gonna judge i recently took a two-month break from this podcast accidentally mm-hmm. so i'm back you and i are back we need to you and i need to We talk about motivating each other right? we're talking about being yeah motivational partners yep. yep i yell at you sometimes you can yell at me more as well i don't want to yell at you more see that's not gonna be good for motivating me though
3: that's gonna make you feel guilty about how much Why you yell at me Can
0: yell at me more bro honestly a, you should yell at me more i'm not a yeller
3: i'm not a yeller I've never It'd been. Be the
0: joke I was saying, though, was I was yelling at you to yell at me more.
3: Yo, know, in 40 years, you're going to be an old yeller. <laughs>
0: uh, you ever made that sound? Just saying. I had no response to that whatsoever. Uh, it's time for the Thunder
1: Realm.
0: John Stewart saves goats from New York subway. What the hell does that mean? You said you're going to tell me about that.
3: Stewart and his wife are big animal activists, and a lot of people don't know this. You know what he's doing post-Daily Show? Saving animals. He runs an animal sanctuary. And it was kind of a funny, you know, local interest news story. Two goats in the New York City uh, railway just wandered onto the tracks and they had to shut down like a large portion of the tracks. Uh, the goats were unharmed. Uh they were tranquilized and were uh either released into the care of John Stewart and his wife <laughs> or John Stewart and his wife were the ones that found them. I'm not quite sure about <laughs> the exact details. Oh well, yeah, thank you for your
0: attention to detail in that story. Were, were these two goats the two senators that also got a bajillion dollars and of f of of, of 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 Folly Lolly? Whatever the fuck you said earlier. No, I'm, that story was the greatest of all time.
3: Do you get it? Oh, because that's a goat. Goat. Yeah. Or Taking this, it back. Oh, that
0: was good. That's a sheep, but it's similar. It's a farm animal. It was a
3: goat, goat. Goat's more like, goat's, goat's more like goats make no give t- me t- your soul. Yeah, I can see that.
0: I can see that. I don't know if I like you in hats.
3: I'll take the hat off, dude. Thank you. Oh, you're going gray. When did that happen? I guess I'll put the hat back on. <laughs> Fuck, I love coming over here.
0: When did that happen?
3: Huh? When you start going gray. I'm 39, it happens. I'm 40, I got no grays. You're a, That you're a freak of nature that you have no grays. <laughs> Thank you so much. Everyone, most people I know who are my age have, got a gray have or the two. grays. I got a gray or two. But literally are o naturel.
0: Yeah, so who's <laughs> Superman now, motherfucker? You guys, what, did you dye your hair for that picture of the Superman thing? Because Superman had no motherfucking grays. He's got super hair. Look at this, Jet Black, like Kal-El, son of Jor-El, from the planet Krypton. You probably didn't know any of that shit. I'm sorry, the planet Krypton of laugh. (laughs) Oh, shit. Ending it with one last farm animal story. What else was Fox News focusing on during all of this melee about two of the president's closest people being found guilty of felonies and likely going to prison? I had a story right up there. Is a giraffe a type of tall horse? Your thoughts? Yes. Agreed. They got to be. Looks like a horse. I also have always wanted to ride a giraffe. I want to slide down his long neck like Fred Flintstone going to lunch. And I would also want to create some kind of – if I then also sit on the saddle, I want to create a very long multi-shelf, multi-tiered uh, thing you can put around the horse's neck. On the back there, you got a bunch of pockets. Like cargo, like a cargo vest on the back of a giraffe's neck. You could just have all kinds
3: of stuff hanging. Combs, hairspray, lunch. What about, like a, spray, what about like, lunch. A, like a blues traveler style harmonica vest?
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, like a fishing vest. Yeah, kind of like a, why you want to give me the run around? I don't know how to play a blues traveling harmonica. But I had he's, a harmonica right there. So he's real cool. good. Listen, it ain't no kazoo. So I apologize for that, also.
3: Why do you always have those two things like at the ready? Because I'm an
0: American citizen; it's my right to do that. Not gonna argue with that. At least Trump hasn't come for the kazoo's yet.
3: You know, when he comes for the kazoo's, it's too late. First, they come for your <laughs> liberties; then they come for your kazoo's.
0: Ben, it's the best having you in the podcast. I always love it.
3: I always come away feeling so confident about everything in my life.
0: Yeah. um, That's great.
3: Great to hear that. Look forward to uh, coming back when I'm feeling good about myself. Is there a song in
0: particular you want to end the podcast?
3: I can't make you love me (laughs) if you don't. (laughs) Can't make a heart. Feel something it won't. Something is sour. My desire, but you won't. No, you won't. That song, that that song makes you feel.
0: That's a great choice, and we will we, we will end with that. Let's actually end with "Wanna Be Royals" by Lord. Um, thanks for your suggestion, though. It's gonna it came in a close second for ending song i love you benny thank you for being here mhm always um, a pleasure until last week next week this has been last week on earth